0: Welcome to What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients podcast with your hosts, Joel Minor and Andrew Quadrio. Joel and Andrew are on a mission to make you aware of all the unnecessary pain and unavoidable costs that commonly happens throughout a building or renovating process. Educate you on how to avoid these common mistakes as well as share knowledge, experience, ideas, and inspiration so you can enjoy your building experience. What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients podcast
1: If you want to know any more information on this episode of what we've been talking about, click the link below. This link right here. Click it. Come on, click it. You oh. you you. Hello and welcome to another episode of what builders don't tell their clients. Andrew, how are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? Welcome back everybody. Good. Good. That's good. Hey, we we're talking about a couple of things. I've seen um, just a few inquiries I've had over the past couple of weeks. Some people seem to be always seem to be concerned about attention to detail, Quality of work, it would be communication, but it seems to be a common common uh, factor of that quality of workmanship, attention to detail, making sure they they get the right kind of job. And I think this is sort of stimulated from the the area, the people, the stories that people hear of you know someone builders, builder or whoever come to their house, a trade, a tradesman and they've paid a money up front, and they've heard bad stories that they've done half the job or never come back. And it's rough and they've paid a heap of money and never got what they sort of expected. And it does for the small 1% that do this, um, does put a bad name in the industry. And then it starts sort of getting people a little concerned about, you know, who do I use and what, who do I trust, what, what kind of, you know, whether I'm building or doing something small, you know, I just want someone who can give me a good quality job for the, you know, the money it's worth. Um, so, me and Andrew were just talking about a couple of things off air and we've we were running through. Andrew, do you want to run through a couple?
0: Yeah, we've run, we've come up with a list to try for to people help you guys out in trying to pick up the uh the indicators that you builder or the tradesperson has got some attention to detail and has has your best interest in mind. Um so number one for us is it's how they communicate with you and how they're asking you the right questions. And sort of it goes on with another one here as well that um, do you feel understood? But that uh, if they communicate with you conscientiously and they they get back to you when they, when you when you're expecting them to or when they say they will and that sort of stuff, and they they're sending you little updates when when things happen and that sort of stuff, then that's a really good indicator that they've got attention to detail. So how communicate. they communicate with people, how they communicate with you, and how they chat to you about things um, is really really important. To know, to give you an indication as to if they've got attention to detail, because they've got a detail is not just, you know, have they put the uh, have they put the toilet in the right spot in the bathroom, or have they put the vanity at the right height, and that sort of stuff. Attention to detail has also got to be how they talk to you, if they understand you, if they get back to you when they say they're going to get back to you, and if they if they come in on budget.
1: Yeah, and and I want to give you a good example of something when going through like, you know, going to how they interact with you and and what questions like you as a client can sort of start asking questions that, you know, you might be a little concerned about or, or say, for example, you know, you've got a bathroom that might be leaking. You can start to ask them little waterproofing questions that, you know, once you start asking these questions, you start to get a sense of, you know, this, does this person know what they're talking about? Because they either start rambling off on something that, you'd be like what is he talking about and obviously it sounds pretty technical so we must know his stuff so just just finding out that some asking some questions about little things and and some people know a little bit about you know certain areas so they can sort of quiz quiz that tradesperson on whether they know what they're talking about or not because you know it's all well and good for them to say yeah 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 we can do that no worries you know like andrew was just saying is is you know, feel like this this person understands what you're after and also you know, do they actually know what they're talking about? And, and, and a lot of people like when you start asking the how, which is, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people don't really need to worry about if they find the right builder or right tradesman to do the job. But if you are a little bit intrigued, which most males are on the how things work, you can start asking a few of these questions. So then you start to get a bit of an insight of, you know, how does this sort of work? And they can start explaining things. And once they start explaining, you get a pretty clear understanding, you know, whether they know what they're talking about or they don't, so. Um, really good way to start the how hey, questions are really good. You know, how does this work? What happens when you can do this? Explain
0: that to me. Just, yeah. uh, can you just explain that to me? I just want to know how that works.
1: Yep. It's and that simple.
0: And if, yeah. And if, if they get upset by that, you should be worried too, because if, 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 if they're not willing to explain to you how it works, then like to me, that, that sort of tells me that one, they're either trying to hide something or two, they don't actually know what they're fucking doing. So yeah.
1: Yeah, and and I've yeah, like I've I've dealt in the past. Like I've there's sort of two types of people I deal with. This is the people that they just trust you and where you go. They're more worried in what the outcome's going to look like. It's not so much about the how, which is which is ideally not bad because we sort of work out the how. That's as a builder, that's what we do. You don't really need to stress too much about it. But then I get the other type, other half of clients with the male side of things, who's you know they're a bit half handy. They have a background of trade they want to know a bit more information of, you know, not so much the, they want to start knowing the nuts and bolts and how things start to work and what happens when you do this and you know, what's going to go here and how's this going to finish off and all that sort of stuff. And and you can tell straight away, like, you know, whether you're trade-based or not, you can start to tell whether, whether people know what they're talking about because you'll sort of get them to start stummering stammering on, on certain areas mm-hmm. and, or they'll just, just talk fluently and you'll probably go, what did he just mean by any of that anyway?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah that's um, it. So yeah, and another one we had down here is, you know, quality of workmanship isn't just the quality of workmanship. It's also, you know, are they reliable? Do they get back to you? You know, communication is a big key with any building project. And I think it's still part of a quality, not just of workmanship, but a quality of experience. Um, When people say, you know, quality of work, I still feel like they mean quality of experience in some aspect because, you know, you could have the most, you know, best built, you know by the top builder in the world to build whatever you want but if they don't talk to you get back to you yeah. they, they, they treat you like dirt you yeah, think, or to think ro- it's
0: terrible ro- rock up they when they want
1: do whatever yeah. they want it kind of makes it hard to you know the, the product could be great but mm. the service it's still i still feel like it you know comes back to you know are they reliable or do they get back to you yeah. it's that yeah. level of communication so
0: yeah how many times have you bought an appliance from the best from the best retailer so supposedly the best retailer and it's been terrible service, but the TV's yeah. been, you know?
1: Yeah. Yes. And, uh, we talked about, do you feel understood? So that's sort of coming back the same thing, but, um, I guess I want to, me and Andrew want to give you a couple of ways how you can check out or how you can sort of get a sense of feel of, you know, how they, you know, what their, what their works like, what sort of dealing with them like, um, and a really good one is their social media platform. Um, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, their website, branding. is it updated? Do they look after it? Because there's a good chance if people care, you know, the builder cares about their branding, the way they sort of present their website, their Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is. And if they've got some sort of, you know, sort of good content and things that they're quite interactive and they haven't, you know, they post every, they're fairly often. It doesn't post once every six, 12 months and, you know, put one or two photos up. Um, it gives you a good uh, idea on what they're going to be like to deal with, You know what their what their works like. Like, I know. I think we're talking to um, Dwayne Pierce from DPS Constructions um, off air. Well, we did talk to him on air, but we talked to him off air, and he said he takes his clients um, through so part of his pack process that he does with all these clients. He basically gives the new client coming through um, one job to basically look at that he's done in the past. So they book a time with the client that he's previously built for. Um, they organize the time with the client and they go there, they have a look through the house. They can have a look at the type of finish, the level of detail. Um, and he said, it's a really good way of being able to showcase some of the work, not just through photos, but also through the experience of, you know, what other people yeah. have, you know, experienced through his, his process. And also, you know, the level of work he can do. So yeah. it's, it's a really right. good way, you know, that's, that's another yeah, good right. way. Like, you can touch base with you know the other builders is is there any clients i can go look at like you know yeah
0: kind of you want to talk to yeah it's have a look know, at, have a look at them talk to them and talk to them about ask them about their experience ask them how they, how the builder communicated with them ask me how the trades were, ask them how you know how how tidy they left the site that sort of stuff like
1: yeah that's, that's another that's big good. one too that's like a,
0: that's an important thing as well like i know i know apps, like chose my sites mine's, mine's immaculate all the time because one one it looks it looks bad if the client happens to turn up for any particular reason or if it's they they live in there all the time and need to keep it tidy as but two it's it's a safety thing for for me as well like someone trips yeah. over a block of timber on the ground why wasn't it in the bin or why wasn't it in a part a nice neat pile over there so sort I of think so yeah that's
1: right and, and people sure. people are living in you know people living like that's and half the reason like a lot of renovation work like people are still living there so it's like yeah. You can't just leave the dust and crap everywhere, no. or you know you've got to set up things so that you know yeah. you, you don't want to be coming home cooking on a dust bench full of dust because of the kitchen table's exactly. all full of it because of you know yeah that's right because of the, because you're up that day yeah so yeah. Um, but yeah that's that's another really good you know check out their past client reviews like you know I think website ones to be honest are completely generic and you can just make whatever shit up you want um, yeah, so I true. think if it is one on a website like I would be looking at who the person was you know Ask there should be a name see. either the address yeah. or some somewhere where you can say hey look i've seen this review can can there be somewhere i can look at and you know have a have a chat with the look client just person. see it was yeah. a light. um because obviously yeah. if they're good enough to leave a review then obviously they had some kind of good relationship to to be able to you know say something nice um yeah that's right so really good way yeah. of yeah just talking with past clients and the previous projects they've done um yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And and we pass clients as well. If you if you're if you are able to go and look at then sort of going on to our next point. If you are able to go and look at um, uh, a previous job, you can also look at the, previous, the the way that the project has held up over a period of time. Um, so if it's a job from two or three years ago, at least you can see you know is there any cracking into brickwork? Is there anything fading? Is there any you know is there is there anything happening with the project? then the that makes it not look like it was brand new or look like
1: it was, you know, it's age, sort of thing. If you want to know any more information on this episode of what we've been talking about, click the link below. This link right here. Click it. Come on, click it. Oh. Yeah, you you. Um, yeah, for sure. And like, you hear stories of this all the time. Like, I've, I've done work in some houses where the houses aren't even five years old and they're falling apart. Like, you know, yeah. they're still on a direct... everywhere. ...or some are direct to rectify because they look absolutely magnificent finish from the outside Mm. you walk through like this is a really nice house Mm. and then there's waterproofing issues and then the paints you know the paint's gone moldy already because they've used a cheaper paint and the back deck's Mm. leaking because they haven't put a flashing in somewhere that should have Mm. been and just just things you know and we've done plenty of podcasts on this of of you know not just making a decision based on price because it'll cost you, it costs what it costs to build much more. Yeah. and it's going to cost you a lot more and it's a lot more inconvenience in the long run yeah, to try right. and fix it and make things happen. And, you know, I've dealt, I've, we did one um, direction to rectify for a, for a um, house that was five years old, um, project builder, magnificent looking house, really mm. good down the beach and probably every bit of half a million bucks worth of house. And mm. um, the project builder went broke house was still under the warranty. So they ended up getting the deck fixed, but basically the deck that had been waterproofed out on the openers was leaking into the bedroom downstairs. Um, so we ended up fixing that and then all the paint they'd used on the outside of the, um, the house wasn't on the render. They hadn't used a proper, um, proper paint for down the beach. It was just a cheap, normal outdoor paint. And it was all starting to grow mold on the side of the house and the paint was starting to fade. Like, you know, things Mm -hmm. like that. And it's a difference between like, you know, there's a fair bit of difference in cost when paint when you're mm. painting the whole house. Um yeah, and they also then had another one at the back where like the outdoor patio had no had no flashing and it was all mm. gyprock mm. ceiling, got all wet, like and ruined. Mm. And like the house it's yeah. one thing after another. Mm. <laughs> it's like mm. does the house stand the test oh. of time? What's the longevity oh. like? Like, you know, yeah. is there any issues three, four, five like for the first couple of years you probably won't notice any. But yeah, that's right. Once you, you started getting to get into that, yeah. you know, most to be last, honest, last. most spec homes are built to last for their builder's warranty, and that's it. Like Seven years, not, that's it. They're not built to try and <laughs> last yeah. twenty years because there's there's they don't have enough money in them, so they just build them to last what they need to, and that's just, it. Just the bare minimum. And the, the,
0: as we've well, we've chatted about before on this podcast, that the, the Australian standard for building is very very low.
1: Yes, uh, don't, if, don't get if, Andrew started yeah. about passive
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, it's a, it's a very relevant topic at the moment there's all this yeah. net zero around. Yes, we should. Be, yes, we should you know, our homes should be net zero as well. Like, it's not that hard. Yeah.
1: So I get. I guess it comes back to like you know what what are the quality of materials not not so much the best materials but I think what type of materials and longevity are they you know trying to get yeah. out and that's a question you need to ask yourself too like. So many people i talk to are always wanting low maintenance but you've got to remember there's going to be a cost up front for the sure. low maintenance if stuff for
0: a bit more up front but sure. if
1: you factor in how long that low maintenance stuff of you know for example a deck let's you know it might cost you 1500 bucks to sand your deck and get it oiled it for, for you know standard five by five deck or four mm. by four mm. deck however big that may be all right every year you've got that ongoing cost by another 1500 yeah. bucks next year another 1500 bucks yeah, you might skip a year, you can probably get, you know, another two years before you have to do it again. You, like get 80, a few you might get
0: eighteen
1: months, maybe. And, uh, and, but you know, things like, you know, and then after that, it starts adding up where you're something, for example, just for an example, you use ego deck or something like trex, which is basically like a plastic decking board. Um, it, yeah. yeah. You might pay for that first two years of sanding your deck up in towards the, the product.
0: Yeah. But then once you've got it, you get a 25, twenty-five year guarantee. It's going to look like the day it was installed and in twenty-five years' time. Like you just give it a not bit to of look a...
1: That yeah. Way. Yeah. yeah,
0: literally, like you just give it a bit of a <laughs> scrub and away you go. That's it. You clean it, which mean, you've got to do with a with a timber deck anyway. Yeah, That's what I tell people. Like you've got to do that anyway. You've got to clean it anyway, no matter what sort of decking you put down.
1: So it's it's super super important to consider, I think, low maintenance materials because to be honest. No one wants to maintain the house. No one does it. No, no on, time. Time I'm, always, I'm always fixing it. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. It's there is it, good time anymore. Just, yeah, it's just the last thing you want to come home and enjoy your house. You don't want to come home and go, Oh, I have got to stain my deck or I've got to go paint them fancy looking rafters. Right. Rather that we enjoy installed your deck. for a feature.
0: Yeah, yes, that's right. I'd rather enjoy it, sit there and have a beer or have a drink or have some food or whatever. And yeah. Enjoy the company of your family and friends. They don't want to go, Oh, no, I can't do it that this weekend. I've got to. I've got to sand the deck,
1: and then you can't I've got to re-oil up. the deck. Can't sit yeah, on it for three days. Don't just stand on it for a week. <laughs>
0: can't go anywhere near for a week. You're trying to get the kids off it. when no, it's got to dry, get off it, get off it. <laughs> yeah. Footprints
1: through your house. <laughs> Oil footprints through <free> your house. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to add to that, Andrew? I think that's really good for this week, man. All right, takeaways for this week. Uh, number one for me is looking at the owner's previous, like looking at the previous work, they've worked with past clients. Um, so talking to your builder about this and what working out what kind of relationships they have with their past clients, so you can find out sort of you know what if that what sort of information you can get from them and you can see the attention to detail, see the level of finish and and what that builder's is capable of. Andrew, for you? Yeah, for me, um, going along the lines of that is communication. Communication is the
0: most important thing in any relationship, especially when you're building when you're building or renovating, and it's really really important that they communicate with you well and in the way that you like as well.
1: Yes, for sure. Well, we'll see you all next week. See you next time. Bye.
0: Don't forget, guys. Um, we've got a, our come and join our Facebook group, the builders don't tell their clients Facebook group. We share the podcast in there to talk about all the other topics that we're on. We take a suggestion from you guys on what we could um, what we can talk about. We'd love hearing that from you guys. Um, any other feedback and stuff is awesome as well. We're trying to get make this show as uh, beneficial for you as the homeowner or the renovator are looking at doing something with your home. Um, this is this is all for you guys. So any feedback from you guys is greatly appreciated.
1: Also on Instagram as well, we have got a What Builders Don't Tell their um, yes, podcast right. Instagram yeah. page as well. So And if you want to watch any of these back, YouTube, but if you're already watching this, then I'm assuming you found it. So most Probably people have. seem to watch it on the Spotify or you know, listener apps, all that sort of stuff. This brings us to the end of this week's show. I hope you all enjoyed it, I know we did. Hit the subscribe button, run on all your favorite podcast apps.
0: And if you've got any thoughts or topics that you want us to cover,
1: make sure you hit us up in our DMs. On all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, And this week we're brought to you by Joel Miner from Refined Space Constructions. And I'm Andrew from Cordero Building Services. Thanks for listening, I'll see you next week. Bye. If you want to know any more information on this episode of what we've been talking about, click the link below. This link right here click it come on click it yeah you want it